Well, hola y bienvenidos a la Daily Hustle. Soy Eric Pyrenees y es mi co-host Miguel Kowalski. Si se puede, vaya con Dios. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well today. I think this morning on the on the uh, first we sweat class, there was some uh, murmurings that uh, maybe the dialogue was a bit contentious at times. But you know, I just think it's important. I mean, for me personally, when I listen to you know long form podcasts, and there's this pattern of like, you know. I don't know, like these jerk off sessions where it's like, you're doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. You're doing awesome. We're all doing awesome. We're awesome. And it's, you know, I just was like, if I'm doing something that's, you know, I know that you're going to say, hey, you got to switch that up. We got to fix that. We got to do this. We got to, hey, here's what I feel about what you're saying. And so, you know, I just think um, it's important to have that sort of discourse and, and not have any fear of reprisal that, you know, people are going to like pile on and, and make it something that it's not and when it should just be something that you know we can really celebrate and you know it's like we read every morning yeah i mean i thought that i thought that was very constructive conversation this morning Mm. uh and by the way uh, good morning to my man gary tagliafica long live the peninsula mets john (laughs) emmanuel ramos henderson from Makati City, Philippines, baby. Let's fucking go. And good morning to Jeffrey, man. Hey, dual. Um, Tropical Asian. Dual attendance. I don't even know if that's a word. But it was good to see Jeff this morning on the first We Sweat classes. <laughs> up and moving around, man. And uh, you know what? He, hey, uh, he, got it, he got in there. He got in the mix. He got to yeah. uh, hear a lot of our, our griping back and forth. I don't think it was griping, though. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you, know, you know what my favorite part of it was? It's, it's actually when uh, Chief Waters, you know, and I were talking. And I, I don't want to get back in the details of everything we were talking about. We've already had that discussion. But when Chief Waters is like, look, Bernsey, he goes, let me tell you why. And we were talking about something that, you know, had had success. And, um <clears throat> It was actually like he talks about the hook, uh, and and it was the, the word he used. He's like he's like look. He's like yeah, I have something to hook him, and then he goes off on this this little bit of a tangent, and he made it just a lot of sense. He's like people want to be engaged, um, and so when people have an opportunity to get engaged, and that's exactly you know what No Filter was built for an opportunity to uh, really you know become part of the conversation. But that's what resonates with people, and people people really like that, enjoy that. Uh, you know, coming with that though, there does need to be a little bit of a hook, and, and part of the hook is like, hey, join the conversation. This is something that you might be interested in. Um, and the most contentious part, and it wasn't even contentious, but is when she's like, "What do you think about?" You know, do you agree with that, Kowalski? And and 
you you kind of stone face chief and you go yeah i don't know i said somewhat i said somewhat, somewhat i do that's what i said yeah. and i definitely didn't go nah i went you know what somewhat i do and here's my thoughts on it so yeah. and there and they were very well articulated and i thought you, you you made a tremendous point on a lot of things in and I would say, you know, and it goes back to what we, we talk about all the time. It's, it's authenticity, man. It's like if you're going to do anything that's inauthentic just for the sake of trying to get a click, it, it's, it's bullshit, man. It, re it really is. And, and, you know, we're not interested in that, and we don't even fucking want that anyway. So, you know, it's, you know, I, I, think, I think you're, you know, what your message was, and it, it was really important, um, was – Hey, look, let's just make sure we do this at the confines of whatever we do, even if it is a hook, make it be in the natch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially, yeah. Because the consumer is so savvy, right? They can spot hyperbole. They can spot exaggeration. They can spot something that's inauthentic, something that maybe took 12 takes to get done. I mean, the, the, the consumer is just so savvy to it, and people are so savvy to it. And so, you know, it can, it can really... I think we're going after a, a, a certain tribe of people. I mean, it's we're not trying to appeal to everyone at that first we sweat class. Um, it's like it, and that's okay. We're not going to be all things to all people. There's a certain segment of the population that's going to get on board with the daily hustle first we sweat class. Uh, the daily hustle is a little bit different. It's a little bit bit more dynamic. It's long form. It's more conversation based. That doesn't have to do with anything physical. So I think it. It reaches different people, and um, and it appeals to to a, probably a broader range of people, maybe than the the first we sweat class. But I'm okay with amassing a specific tribe there. And you know, when I see certain people on the screen, that's all I think about. I'm not thinking about you know people beyond that. And um, I think that's the magic of this platform, is that you can have this sort of engagement that is it, you feel really connected and a part of the experience in real time with people and you know for me i think that's that's really the the you know the appeal of it all is that it's real and that it's in that you people have an opportunity in real time to get engaged and and be part of the conversation and and that is that will appeal uh, you know i don't think there's anything more beyond like i don't think of myself by any means, uh, as an entertainer, or that I'm not, I, I just want to hang out, train with my friends, have awesome conversations, talk about life, talk about love, talk about, you know, our part, uh, you know, on this whole, on this finite amount of time that we have here. And I think that's, for me, that's all I focus on. And it's important that, that you see things a little bit different way. And then we can have these complementary, complementary characteristic traits and approaches that you pro I probably need more of what you're you have and maybe you need a little bit of, of <clears throat> what what I have in my mentality. So so that's you know and and celebrating without fear of reprisal um this intelligent discourse amongst friends and people we care about is an important part of advancing uh this uh platform and our species in general, you know. Yeah, I do think there is an element of entertainment though that's i think really important man like you know in order mm. to maintain and, and grow an audience i think we have to be able to entertain and, and to, to act you know negligent and to think that you know it, it's it's not necessarily about that um 
you know, what what is really great, though, is when we have the ability to entertain just by being ourselves, just by doing what we do. And I think, you know, yeah. that's what we do a really good job um, of is is trying to keep it, you know, super authentic. Oh, good morning, Peg. I was wondering where you were. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I just think that, bro. You know, uh, un- let's understand the 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 mission in hand here, and, and mm-hmm. that's to uh, basically come on here and and do what we do and provoke uh, a- interesting intellectual conversation that is going to challenge the way we think each and every single day. And it's going to make us be able to step back um, and take a very objective perspective of the happenings in our lives individually and what we experience in our world, um, as well as um, maybe some overall philosophical points of view uh, that we're here to discuss. And I, I think that is uh, at the forefront of everything that we do uh, without <laughs> having to try to do any of this shit. It's, it's going to be entertaining. There's no question in my mind. Uh, but it's, um, you know, to, to, to be able to engage. And I think that might be the number one thing is say what up to our dude, John Davis, man, the men of the South, who was also on first we sweat this morning, man. Good to see you, JD. Um, I think that's, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing, and I think it's 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 really important. Uh, and I think it's a community too. Part of this is what we're building is this tribe. It, I, you know, we've talked about this several times, uh, Kowalski, because I think it's really important in the early going. Uh, is is basically like the retention rate of who we have coming in and who we have staying. And so, you know, whether it's the same core you know, 15 to 25 people, basically, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of repeat people that we've been seeing across no filter network, dude, that's, I, I take that as, as a compliment, man. And that, that means we're doing our job of, you know, trying to, uh, you know, incite these, uh, these conversations, uh, and ultimately, you know, engagements, um, of, of what's going on because, you know, engagements, you know, are everything. When someone's engaged, I think that's actually a really underrated word and mm-hmm. almost <clears throat> worthy of, of just a daily hustle in its of itself. Engagement mm-hmm. is so in an ADD world that we live in. I think this was what Chief Waters was was saying is that when we're able to get people to engage, you know, and sometimes it's important to try to catch them within that first you know, 10 to 15 seconds. And you know what? Look, look, man, if we don't fuck them, we, we, there's nothing we could do about it. But if we do, then the benefit of that is like we were talking about, bro. It's like the benefit is the ability to positively impact somebody's life down the road. And you do that by once again, you know, reaching more people. The only question is how exactly, um, to best go about doing that and then maintaining authenticity along the way. I think we don't give enough uh, people enough credit for their ability to focus and pay attention to things. I don't know the fucking algorithms. I don't know how they calculate what post goes where. I Listen, I don't know. But the fact that we say, you got to make the clip five seconds or less or that person's gone. It's like, 
I don't know, man. I've been listening to three-hour podcasts for 10 years. And I think the main, the lack of mainstream media, when you have hundreds of hundreds of millions of downloads for hours and hours of long-form podcasts, that really proves that model to be inaccurate. If you put out things that people fucking want to listen to and it's real, <laughs> that people will sit and devote hours and hours of time to consume that content. So I don't think we give enough people credit when we say, oh, you know, it's got to be 10 seconds or, you know, they're moving on. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but, but I know my own experience and a lot of people that I know have consumed hours and hours of long form conversation, not even with video. So I think if you have something to say and the content's cool and real and authentic, you know, to use a, a really overused word, real recognize real. And, and, you know, uh, about the other things, man, and uh, it's like Marshawn, dude. I'm just about that action, boss. Um, <laughs> nothing like a Marshawn Lynch uh, quote here in the yep. early morning daily hustle. Yeah, bro, I, I get you. I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, th- I think that's uh, – it's look. I think long form conversation, dude. We wouldn't have started this network if we didn't think there was a a place for long form conversation. We I know there is, uh, and I also believe wholeheartedly that when we're we're able to get people, uh, you know, to that long form conversation, there's a there's a dire need for it. As a matter of fact, it's something very interesting because I just read uh, John Dewar's book uh, again. It's Silicon Valley pioneer icon. Uh, and it's called Measure What Matters, and he was talking about uh, the story of YouTube. And so YouTube for a while, it's really interesting. So at first they struggled because it, it could it was difficult for people to sign on to their platform, right? Like something that we've definitely experienced along the way <laughs> as well, right? So so you lose people right there. Uh, the next thing they they were doing is they were chasing clicks, and so. They were getting clicks, but they weren't getting watch time. And so then they realized, like, these clicks are like, we can't run an ad or multiple ads when we're just getting clicks. So it's better for us if we actually try to try to increase watch time and to get people engaged. And I, I found that interesting to just think of along the same lines of, you know, like what matters, you know, here at uh, No Filter is – to get people on engaged and, 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 and being here. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. So it's, um, yeah, I, there's so many I good agree. nuggets <clears throat> in that, in that book that, and obviously being a part of a startup that, you know, I, I can relate to uh, a, a lot of these things, but you know, the o- ultimate message is the measure what matters, which is the title <laughs> of the book. And it's so often in our life, you know, and this goes beyond just business that we try to measure these things that don't matter. And, you know, he, in the book, he even, he uses this, uh, that Albert Einstein quote, uh, that is, you know, something along the lines of, what was it? Measure the things that count, the, the things that count, there's things that you can count. I have it right here. So, because I wrote it down the other day. I mean, it's just not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. 
Mm. Not yeah. everything yeah. that wow. can be counted That's cool. counts. Yeah. And not everything that counts can be counted. It, right. It's like the numbers don't help tell the whole story, right? No. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, a really cool quote. I love that. It's very, that it's very baseball, the... baseball ass too, right? Right. Being a, a baseball coach, uh, you know, uh, like there's not. You could show me all the numbers you want, but I think I even feel it more as a as a coach, Kowalski, than I even did as a player. Where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you felt it as a player. I don't think there's any doubt, but there's those certain kids that, you know what? Like I don't even see the numbers. And it's funny because I don't – obviously, in an 11U coach, well, we don't look at the numbers, right? We just watch no. the boys get up there and mash and do what they do. I, I don't need to see the number of errors or anything of, of, of the kids in the field. or Like, I'm just not concerned about that or even the numbers of them hitting. It, it's – you know, right now, it's just the game's so pure and natural that, you know, you could tell, you know, who the best kids are and, and, and you know, where improvements need to be made. Uh, but – once again, like this, you could try to tell me numbers right now, and I'm just I'm wholeheartedly not interested. But it lights you up. Like it lights our world up to be part of that experience with those kids, right? Yeah, I love it. I, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the greatest. It, it really is. And, I, and I'm also a firm believer in numbers, too, because I think do numbers do tell the story. Like when we're, when we're yes. grabbing large sample sizes – and we're doing this over the course of, you know, 162 game season, and, and and we're running a major league organization. That's a little bit of a different story. There's numbers that we're going to have to look into, but there's also intangible numbers that I, I would like to look into and and actually find a way to quantify potentially that will tell you the value and worth, um, you know, potentially of a player. And and one of the things was, yeah. and we tried to use we tried to use this uh, when I was with the A's. And I don't even know if it was ever brought up and because we never went to arbitration. But we did we did look at um, the team's record when I was in the lineup. And it was like, you know, I was say you know, we had we had a really good team. Say we played it like a Well they call that war? Did they call that the war? Yeah, but it, it's not they they do call it wins above replacement, but I don't the, I don't think the wins above replacement that ironically has nothing to do with team wins and when you play. And so this that's that's where it again like there's a huge question mark, right? So, you know, here I was, and I, you know, whatever the we called it, we called it the Burns factor, where if if our team's winning percentage was like 580, right, for the for the season, which is terrific. When I when I started, it was like 700, and so we tried to use the case. Regardless of what my numbers said, that, you know, the, the idea and concept is to win baseball games. That's ultimately what they're trying to do. And each win is worth an incredible amount of money for an organization. So, you know, if, if that could show in an arbitration case, you know, that there was value, um, right. you know, we, try, we tried to do that. Now, I don't know if it ever you – because know, we sell every time I went to arbitration – uh, but it's, you know, those are the type of things that I think, you know, we should all strive instead of like chasing, you know, specific numbers, you know, if, if we all strive to make our team better each and every single day and, and, and help our team do whatever we can to win, 
you know, that's important. Now, that all said, I do think that there's specific metrics and numbers even this week on No Filter Network that, you know, we're going to start diving in. It's the first week we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to lay out a spread chart and, and we're going to, you know, whether it's amount of shows, amount of viewers, you know, number of hours of content that we produced, um, you know, a number of new unique users, uh, new sign-ins uh, into the platform. Um, you know, all, all these different metrics that, that we want to start looking at and tracking and then trying to figure out, okay, you know, what's, what's our best way uh, of, of growing this and, and what's, what's the best strategy uh, to try to, to try to begin to think about scaling this thing. Now we're not ready yet. And, and I say that because, you know, our even, you know, business plan or financial, you know, system in place, it's, it's just not there at this point. Um, you know, we want to bring people on as, as content producers. That's ultimately where, where our play is, right? Uh, and give them an opportunity to monetize their content. We think podcasters are, are a huge – existing content creators, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube or anything else, well, uh, you know, someone on Twitch, the, the most easily uh, monetizable spot would be this. Like there's there's no question about it. You set it up now. Right now, I'm not charging for any of these shows. We charged for a few early on just to show the use case, you know, of that. But ultimately, the real value is is you and I do this podcast every day. We call it a podcast, but we call it a webcast, or just call it a show. Call it whatever you want. But bro, we come on here. I don't even know if you realize this, but then you go to this is really cool. But you go to the podcast. You hit daily hustle. And this is a one-word brand daily hustle. Check this out, bro. I don't even think you knew this. Who's the guy on the right? Is that Leonardo? Di How'd you get Leonardo DiCaprio on the show? Crazy. Seriously? Wow, man. Isn't that hey, cool, though? That's like, really bro, cool. Yeah, this, video. This doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. Like, you go, you go, you know how hard it is to create a podcast? You know how much of a pain in the ass it was for me to try to get this thing on Apple back in the day when I was trying to do it by myself before Matt and Tyler? Like, oh, it's a pain. It's, it's such a pain, dude. This is this is democratizing digital entertainment in the sense that, bro, we're, we're taking a TV, basically taking this streaming show that we're turning into a TV show that we're uploading to Apple with video and everything else. So that's, yeah, we're, we're creating different tiers for content creators. Um, obviously it costs us money to stream, but we, we create these different tiers, you know, one, two, and three, whether it's, you know, 25 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, 75 bucks a month, and you get all these different packages. But ultimately, you know, that's where the value is. I know I would pay a hundred bucks a month at least to be able to produce content in this way. And then to be able to upload it to all the other platforms and, and everything else. Oh yeah. And if you want to try to monetize this thing and you have something of value to offer, you know, go ahead and do that too. So that's. Again, that's where the, I think the real value is. So, you know, part of that comes with, you know, what we talked about, which is looking at the numbers and figuring out, you know, what's the best way to grow um, along the way. Yeah, I, you know, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, I think, Bernsey. It was, um, you know, that oftentimes the data and the anecdotes have opposing viewpoints and opposing stories and that the, the numbers really never tell the whole story. And your your baseball example was was a perfect case study for that, because there's these intangibles, these this thing, this energy, this juice that undoubtedly you brought out onto the field and it affected guys, you know. Um, so 
and that's not going to show up on the numbers, like um, his emotional currency score. Maybe that's something that they should add into their crazy amount of baseball metrics. Um, yeah. You know, so you and then, but at the same time, you can't manage what you don't measure. And so uh, there has to be measurements. There has to be roadmaps to the party. Um, but it's like, who do you become as you're climbing that ladder? You know, and I think that's inherently important. So you're not standing at the top of the mountain, sipping the juice and drinking the rosé and eating the charcuterie and, you know, petting a white cat and you lost your way. You, you know what I mean? So I, I know, you You know, it's like we're going to be man of the people once we once we're up there sipping the sipping the juice and eating the charcuterie. Yeah, the, dude, there was a, another line from the um, Measure What Matters book that is stuck in my head. I thought it was just fantastic and, and, and very real. And it was something along the lines of in God, we trust. And for every, everything and everyone else, there's data. But, but, but scientific truths are never final, right? So even when you say there's data, there's data, this data changes and you know, scientific truths even change and morph and grow. And so, yeah, I, I suppose there is data, but, you know, um, I think faith and hope uh, in something larger than yourself, something more than data is an important is it, is element it, of. I, and I agree. Is and isn't isn't yeah. that part in God we trust? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and, and so that that's what I, I was yeah. telling Joe about this. He was over on Saturday night. And I'm like. That that, you know, that right there is because there's going to be times when we're going to have to uh, make a decision. We come to a crossroads and, and we we have to in God we trust, like in, in something mm -hmm. that's larger than yourself. It's something that, you know, goes well beyond just trying to X's and O's. And, and, and this may seem like. The right thing we have to do this we have to do that but there's part of it is is feeling this thing out you know collecting the data and then that of you know you know really life life and in, in in business and everything else is what it, it's bro it's choices and we we right, constantly right. have these choices yeah. that we're making each and every single day and so you know when we're presented with the choice i think it's first and foremost trust in god Trust, trust in that higher being, trust in that power that, that, you know, um, you know, is, is, is constantly, is constantly speaking to you. And then, you know, also, you know, look, let's pay, let's pay attention to, to the data. Let's pay attention to the numbers. What, what is this telling us? Um, and, and then when we're able to dissect both and then, then we have a choice to make. And then at that, at that point, we come up with choices. You know, the biggest thing is, we got to be able to fucking listen and we got to be able to learn and and we have to know what we don't know and we go into this thing with you know open arms so to speak in a way that i'm i'm willing to i'm willing i'm willing to adapt and adjust and, and you know make whatever decision we have to make but that decision needs to be best for the team um and you know we got to crawl <laughs> We got to crawl before we walk and we got to walk before we run. And, and sure, we might be crawling for a while. Uh, it, it just, it just might be that way, but eventually we're going to, we're going to get the fuck up and we're going to start walking.
And then after that, we're going to go into a slight jog. And before you know it, we might be full sense sprint down the road. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. And I think it's about reading the data intelligently and with intuition. And I think when you can do that, you can take into account not just the data, but that the data doesn't tell the whole story and that the anecdotes and the data usually tell the whole story. Just like with when you were in the game and the team's winning more and there's no way to quantify that, you know, but, it, but it's there and it's, and it's real. So intelligently reading the data with intuition, taking into account uh, the anecdotes. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is how, does, how do the people do around you? What kind of teammate are you? Are you making people around you better or worse? Yeah. And that would be my argument for, you know, the point of whether it's me or anybody else that's in there and they're, you know, winning more games with, with that person in the lineup. You know, there's a reason for that. Um, and when you're, when you're the type of player that others are able to feed off of, you know, that, bro, that's everything. I mean, I, I would always say, and, and I always really believed that the number one uh, opinion of, of me as a baseball player, besides myself, which obviously is, is number one, and that's because without your belief in yourself and a confidence in yourself, nothing else matters. Uh, but after that, you know, we, well, we're looking for approval. And, you know, where you get that approval is from, uh, is from coaches uh, and from fans. And, uh, you know, you could say family and friends and stuff as well. But the number one opinion that I cared about more than anything else was the opinion of my peers and the opinion of specifically the people that I played with, not necessarily against, but the people I played with. The ones that I was on the front lines with, the ones I'd go to battle with, the ones that, you know, would would tell you, man, like, you know, I want to line up next to this guy. Like, that mattered to me big time. It really did. That's everything. Uh, Yeah. And so, so, you know, when I would get that confirmation or approval or whatever you want to call it from, from my teammates, I, I, that, that, that hit home and that also, you know, gave me confirmation that I was, I was doing my job. Yeah. The, the endorsement, the endorsement of your peers, the endorsement of the guys who are in the trenches with you outside of that, nothing else matters. You know, that's everything to me. Yeah. And then look, band of of brothers mentality. There is, there is, there is pettiness. There's jealousy. You're going to run across some assholes along the way. It right. happens. But but there's nothing. Look, you know, you, you could sniff those guys out in a hurry, though, man. You know, you know exactly yeah. who those guys are. And, and then pretty soon you'll realize that their opinion doesn't matter, you know, one bit. Um, you know, it's more of a more of a collective sort of thing where where, you know, you, you, you'll get the vibe. So, I mean, I think that's something we all should constantly be working towards and it's not you know don't, don't do something to to get approval i mean do something because it's the right thing to do and and ultimately when you ask yourself when we do anything in life and we make choices in life is it is this the right thing to do and if, if, if we're constantly making decisions based on that you know that's why i think uh 
that's when I think we'll all be winning. All right, dude, I'm going to uh, hustle this thing up because I'm going to get on the mountain uh, today with Biscuit no here. Sports? It's a snow sports. Oh, good, good. Hey, so uh, please regale us with your story of encouragement, Carlos Ponce. You know Carlos well, Ponce, right? No. Yoga instructor from Couples Retreat. Encouragement. Regale us onward. You talk about the movie. Remember? In the, like, in, the, in the mankini? Yes. Encouragement. <laughs> yeah. Yes, good. Oh, I love it. All right. Today's title of the Daily Hustle is The Oxygen of the Soul. There is something in all of our lives that we are capable of doing that will positively affect somebody's life, yet for whatever reason, we rarely take the time to do it. What is it, Professor E.B.? Hand out eight balls of Coke and free passes to the strip clubs? No, Mr. Supersoft. Although providing complimentary entry to artistic naked expression is commendable, providing illegal booger sugar is not. <laughs> On that note, what you could do is head down to your local gentleman's club and provide something that will uplift the spirit of all the beautiful dancers working so hard to entertain and enlighten the patrons. Oh, okay, I got it. I could head down there and see if any of the girls need a spare penis. <laughs> Woo! Dude, dude. I wrote that with the idea that I was going to take it out. <laughs> oh. For those of you who just got on and got off dude. when we were talking about human taxidermy, welcome back to the show. Oh, dude. Oh, it's too much. Stop that grinning and drop that linen. Jasmine of the stage. Jasmine. Oh. Oh. Stevie, as much as I appreciate your enthusiasm and willingness to speak freely, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the Daily Hustle class this morning. You are a troubled sicko. <laughs> And I'm afraid you finally crossed the line. Get out. Oh, okay. Where was I? Oh, dude. I did not read this until right now. I mean, I, I obviously I wrote this, but I this is too much, man. <laughs> Sounds like this is why I've purposely not it. been reading these. I've purposely not been reading these until I read them on the air. Oh, it's it just when you when you step away. I just can't believe I fired it in the Google Docs and, and, and <laughs> off to Matt and them. Oh, that's too funny. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. The one thing we can all provide that will positively affect those around us is that, that, that encouragement. encouragement. We are all in different life paths. And we don't necessarily always fully comprehend the journey of others, even those who 
are very close to us. That said, we don't have to be experts. We just have to be encouragers. No matter if we are a teacher, doctor, lawyer, banker, contractor, baseball player, broadcaster, start up humble servant. Encouragement is the lifeblood of anything and everything we do. Encouragement is the motivator that inspires all of us to keep charging when we have been knocked down. And it is also the thing that infuses gratitude and humility into both the encourager and the ones being encouraged. Ultimately, James Maxwell said it best when he proclaimed, quote, encouragement is the oxygen of the soul. You're damn right, Jim. E.B., oh, man. That caught me off guard. I remember writing that, and I just, like, remember being on the treadmill. And a lot of times, like, when I'm on the treadmill and I, you know, I'm sitting here like, that, 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 and I'm writing these. Dude, I'll put stuff in, and I always tell myself, I said, look, I go back and edit it later, but this is like free-flowing thoughts, and I think it's kind of funny, so I'm going to roll with it. Um, and then, and, you know, I put it in the dock, and, you know, the week goes by, and I don't even, I don't, I forget about going back and changing it. And now I'm actually happy I didn't go back and change it because I think it got our message across really, you know, loud and clear, Kowalski. Uh, you know, Mr. Supersoft, I, I mean, first of all, let's let's commend him for his consistent presence in the Daily Hustle. Like, he's he's always there, and, he, you know, he's been kicked out of class. I think this might be the first nah, – no, it's not the first time. But he, he's been kicked out of class a few times, and, and, he, and he keeps coming back. And – you know, the authenticity of his, you know, Stevie's nature uh, is is awesome. And, and we really like that. It's just, I, you know, he's going to have to grow up. And, you know, the whole spare penis thing, I thought that, that was a little out of bounds. And uh, aggressive uh, for the Daily Hustle here uh, this morning. I mean, you know, we do have women and children uh, on this on this podcast. I feel like we have an ever-growing number of attendees as well. Uh, so we're, you know definitely want to try to try to keep it clean but Kowalski your thoughts mm. on this morning's encouragement daily hustle uh you know I think he said that Jim Maxwell said it best he didn't Carlos Ponce said it best when he said encouragement that's my thoughts Carlos Ponce said it best come on that's what, dude, when, when you were doing that like I didn't even know what the daily hustle was about I really didn't Encouragement. I like exactly how you're what it reminded me of. I, I like how you're one step ahead of me on these things. Because you, you, you help give oh, I, direction. I? Yeah, I mean, a little, a little bit. But he says you typically always you, – you'll read them before in the morning, and you know where I'm going oh, yep, with yep, this. Yep. And yet, you know, sometimes, like, these lines just grab you. I can't believe you didn't say anything this morning about it. <laughs> I, I, you know, it doesn't really come up. No, right? I did. We don't talk we, about it until yeah, we so we're here. And that's the whole point. I mean, so we, we can, separate the, the first right. we sweat from the daily hustle and, and everything else. Right. The banter should be fresh. Oh, look at this. Yeah, Uncle Rico's in here, that sicko. I mean, oh, damn. Oh, speaking of sickos, Rico. Yeah, you didn't man. call us butt buddies the other day. 
Yo, Rico, you, I, I need this is what I need out of you though, dude. Gotta get to on the workout class, right? Start scheduling some shows, man. Like, start getting on there. Dude, content's for the taking right now, bro. Become a star. Like, don't yeah, look, don't 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 slow down now, man. I mean, you're, you're your train's rolling. Look at my mom. Do you see my mom's choo, emoji? No, I don't see any of the chats. I don't oh yeah, you don't on. see the chat. Yeah, no. she has one of those. Yeah, you know, the the girl with her hand in her face. Well, why is that? Oh, because of Stevie. Well, we kicked him out. She should be celebrating. You know, you booted him. We didn't. We can't. You know, we didn't. All we did is read about a story about a guy that we then course corrected and kicked out of class. You know, so it's a, it's a celebration today. I agree with you too. It's celebration. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna be letting uh, Stevie Supersoft back in. I mean, what, oh, of a, what a what a I mean, what a loyal uh, daily hustler. Of course, Mister Supersoft is, and he always respectfully was calls me Professor E B. So yeah, I but look, let's summon this thing up, and and we're out, and I'm, I'm cutting this thing off. Uh, the mountain. Yep. It's is calling. Was that Dr. Seuss that said that? Yeah, I mean, it was him or it was a uh, Thoreau. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's be encouragers, right? Like, what? I mean, the one message for today: go out there, just be an encourager, and and it doesn't matter. You don't have to become an expert in someone else's field, but make sure today we go out of our ways to be an encourager to, to positively impact somebody else's life by encouraging them uh, in whatever form possible. How's that sound? I, I mean, that's, that sounds like a very achievable thing to do today. That has a ripple effect through yourself and through other people. And I think that's a really positive thing. And I can't wait to channel my inner Carlos Ponce today. And be an encourager. Be encourager. Are those green pants? You have green pants on? Those are green pants. Are those snow sport pants? Yeah, man. Wow. I got the matching jacket to go with it, too. I just haven't put the No way. On. Yeah, next level. Snow sports fashion is really out there, man. Big fan of snow sports fashion. Yeah. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding, dude. All right, bro. Uh, grab the didge. We are out. Eight. The sun is shining. 44 The birds are chirping. And the snow was falling this morning. So those are the days we cut it short here on the Daily Hustle. Much love to everybody. Go out there and be an encourager. And uh, if you need a good laugh and have a sick sense of humor like Kowalski and I have, go ahead and click save on that Daily Hustle and go back to it whenever you feel like having tears come out of your eyes. That did it for me. Bring us home, Kowalski. Mm.